Hello everyone and welcome back to the memoirs through a blind woman's eyes. This is Riley Rose Frazee and on our last motivational Monday of season one I wanted to talk about fear. F-E-A-R that is because I know people are wondering fear which one <laughs> especially me being a nerd and I don't mean the game I'm talking real life fears because this is a subject that really hits home because I have them. Everybody has them. Even if they don't want to admit it, y'all have it. So I want to talk about conquering them and how you deal with fears in the world and how you don't let it keep you from living. Because, hell, there's a lot of shit out there right now that could keep you from living. There's a lot of shit out there right now that can keep people from doing anything. You know, and you can't let it you can't let it keep you from living because you'll just curl up in a corner and just not do nothing all your life. And that's not safe either. Also, I want to throw the subject in here on the same thing of scaring people with disabilities into not doing anything with their life because that happens way too often too. So basically, when it comes to that, you know, there's these programs out there where They try to tell people with disabilities, well, you're not good enough. You can't do this. You can't do that. Stop it. Just stop it. And I mean it. Stop it. And yeah, I'm clenching my teeth because it makes me mad. Stop scaring them. Don't use their disability as a damn weapon and thinking that they can't do anything. And this is going to be a firm motivational Monday because I'm sick of that. Stop it. If you are a provider in that industry and you see this episode, knock it off. If you're one of them that does it, stop it. If you see others that do it and you're not one that does it, stop them. Because you're just as guilty of letting it happen, even if you're not actually physically telling them they can't do something. If you're letting it happen, you're letting somebody do that and you see it and you're not going up and saying, hey, whoa, hang on. We're not trained to do that. You're just as guilty by association. Because a lot of people, they do, oh, well, you're blind. You can't become a singer. You're blind. You can't do that. You're blind. You can't do this. Oh, you have cerebral palsy. You can't do that. Bullshit. Stop. Quit doing that shit. Quit scaring people into thinking they're not good enough. Stop it. It's not funny. It's not right. And you need to knock it the hell off. And I mean now. That's a bunch of bullshit and you know it. You guys just want to keep them down to keep them on benefits. That's all you want to do and I'll say it. And I don't care who hears this because that's all it is. And if you're a parent of some of the disability, don't let that happen. Don't let them beat them down to the point they can't do something. Put the opposite in their head. Beat the opposite, basically, into their head, verbally. Just don't, not in a mean way, but convince them otherwise. If you've got good enough rapport with your kid, teach them the opposite. Give them the positive stuff, because I'm telling you, I had to have positivity beat in my brain, let me tell you. And I don't mean a physical beat down. 
I mean verbally. I've had to have positivity beat in my head. Because people kept telling me, oh, you can't do anything. You're not good enough. Your imagination's terrible. Blah, 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 blah. And when you're always told that, that's your fears. There's your fear coming in and telling you you can't do it. You can't do this and you can't do that. You can't do this and you can't do that. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't let your fears get in the way. If you're disabled, don't listen to the bullshit people tell you. Because all these companies want to do is keep you down so that they make more money and you make nothing. If you have a cognitive disability, don't listen to the bullshit. Don't believe the lines of bullshit people say. I have a disability. I'm light perception blind. I have keratoconus, optic nerve hypoplasia, and dystagnetism. All three. And you know what? I'm not going to let nothing hold me back. I moved 700 miles from home to live with the love of my life. You think they held me back? Yeah, they did. And you know what I did? I did something about it. And like I said, the people that held me back, they weren't providers. They weren't vision teachers. They weren't, you know, school people. I'm 35 years old. It was my own parents. They didn't want me leaving home. They didn't want me to be on my own. But you know what? I did it anyway. I left home with the help of a good friend of mine, Steve Lesh. He helped me leave home. And I moved 700 miles away to live with the love of my life. Basically supposed to be a visit ended up being I lived there because they disowned me because I pissed them off because I did something they didn't want me to do they didn't approve of it you know and like I said I don't recommend you just doing something that crazy if it's not something that you're safe at make sure you have a good friend like Steve before you go and do something that nuts but I do recommend you do something about the negativity don't let them Put the fear of God in you in, when, in, in the sense of keeping you down and keeping you held back. That's not fair. And like I said, if you are in one of those industries, knock it the hell off. Quit doing that shit. It's ridiculous. I've been in one of them programs. I know how y'all work, so don't even tell me you try to, you know, help them. Bullshit. You pay them pennies on the hour. For just doing little menial tasks? Uh-uh. Don't give me that shit. Don't give me that shit. Been there at one of those places. Don't lie to them. Quit telling them they're making big money when they're not. You're lying. You're flat out lying and you know it. Look me square in the eyes and tell me you pay a minimum wage. Because I can tell you right now, you don't. So don't give me that shit. And don't sit there and put the fear in them. Well, this is all you can do. Bullshit it is.
don't make them think that they're making more than they really are because you're lying and you know it. And they're, and it's called minimum wage for a reason. Sub-minimum wage don't exist. Quit using that stupid, retarded word. That's retarded. People with disabilities are not retarded. That word is retarded. Don't even use that damn word because that word is stupid. It's called minimum wage, which is the least you should be able to make. Sub-minimum wage? Give me a fucking break, people. Don't use that shit on me. I'm not in the mood for it. Don't use it. Because I'm going to come right back at you because that's stupid. Anywho. (laughs) Don't be using fears on people with disabilities. Because it's not right and it's not fair. It's stupid is what it is. Don't be doing that to them because they don't deserve that. Now, for my friends that are sighted or, you know, non-disabled. And this goes for you people that are with disabilities too. Still, don't let all this negativity on the news scare you from doing what you love. Because if you do, you'll never, you'll never make it in the world. You, you just won't. You know, you just won't. You know... I've gone to a big event this past summer. I went to the Celtic Fest in Dayton, Ohio. And don't get me wrong, I was nervous. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I hope there's no loony out here. Because all you keep hearing on the news is mass shootings and people being stupid and running into people with cars and freaking suicide bombers and all this shit that Shouldn't even be existing in the world, really. You know, and I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. I was scared to death. I was scared to fucking death. I didn't know what was going to happen. But did I let it stop me from going to the Celtic Fest? No. I didn't. I went. And I had a ball. My boyfriend, he goes to concerts. He has that same fear. What the hell is going to happen? But does that stop him from going to see his favorite bands? No. You can't let it win. Yeah, it scares the living bejesus out of you. Don't get me wrong. It scares me going to a big mall. I went to the Mall of America. Talk about scared the shit out of me. Because it's a huge freaking mall, but I wanted to see it just once. Turns out I went twice. But, you know, I wanted to go just once, just to say that I'd been there. I fulfilled one of my bucket list items off. You know? But if I would have let my fears get in the way, I wouldn't have gone. Yeah, it's a fear. It's a legitimate fear. You never know. And those who are Christians, I recommend pray before you go. I mean, heck. 
You know, he's there. You know, God's always with you. He'll get you the heck away. He's done that for me before. On many occasions, he's helped me out in big situations. And you've heard about a lot of them on Motivational Mondays. But here's the thing. You can't let your fears win. You really can't do that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I still have a fear. My biggest fear, flying. I am terrified to freaking fly. I'm not going to lie about that. But I know someday I'm going to have to face it head on. Even though I'm terrified. I don't want to, but I know I'm probably going to have to. Being an advocate, I might have no choice. Right now, I haven't had to fight, face it yet. Yet, I'm saying yet. But probably more than one of these days, I'll have to. When I don't have my uh, bestie driving me places. I know people always say, well, you're not as safe in a car as you are on a plane. But in the back of my mind, it scares the living hell out of me. I'm not going to lie. And I'm gonna not tell you I'm gonna tell you the truth. 9-11 did not help it. I was already terrified as it was. 9-11 just made it worse. I am not gonna lie about that. 9-11 has made it worse. I was already freaking terrified. Supposedly I went up on an airplane when I was a kid. I must have been really effing small because I don't remember it. So if I did, I was probably like one, two. Because if, if I was older, pff, no way you got me in a damn airplane. I'm sorry to say it, but there's no way. Because I've been scared of planes ever since I can remember. And like I said, 9-11 did not help my cause. And they kept playing in the news. That's the problem. There's what I'm talking about. They kept playing it, playing it, playing it, obsessing on it. Did that help me? No. That didn't help me one cotton pick and bit. That's what I mean. People ram it down your throat and keep rubbing it in your face. That's the shit I'm talking about. They use your fear as a weapon. They use your fucking fear to torture you and make it worse. Which has me absolutely fucking terrified. I'm not going to lie. I still have fears. Everybody does. Some people's are shown. Others are not. I was terrified to do podcasting. Anything new scares me. I'm not going to lie. It makes me nervous. It scares the living shit out of me. I didn't think I was good enough. You know, because I'm always told, well, you're not good enough. You're not good enough to do this. You're not good enough to do that. I didn't think I was good enough. So I didn't want to do podcasting. I almost didn't start A4G. I didn't think I was good enough to stream. But I've been streaming on Mixer with my boyfriend. I was terrified to even stream something. I really was. I was absolutely scared. But did I do it? Yeah, did I love it? 
hell yeah, because I'm still doing it. But here's the thing. Everybody has fears. You just cannot let them beat you down and win. That's the thing that I'm preaching here. And even though, yeah, I still have them, I don't let it beat me down. I just do what I can right now to avoid it until I have to do it. I just don't let it get to me. Even though people keep using it, Steve, oh, you got to fly, you got to fly. Don't do that. Stop. You're not helping my fear by doing that. I have other options right now. Don't keep using my fear as a weapon. And yeah, I'm aiming that at you, Steve. I'm calling you out right here. Stop. That is not the way to help somebody get over a fear. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, whether you're joking or not. Oh, I'm going to put a, I'm going to get you drunk and get you on a plane. Or I'm going to put a mask on your head give you something to put you to sleep and get you on a plane and then wake you up. Really? Is that a way to help somebody? No. That's what people use. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to basically give you a sleeping pill and put you on a plane and wake you up when you're on the plane. Oh yeah, that's real smart. Have you have a panic attack right on the plane and freak everybody out. Yeah, that's real bright. You know, you don't do that. And you don't freaking scare people into stuff that they shouldn't be in. Oh, and another thing. Adding to that. If somebody's already afraid of, let's just say, intimacy. And, and I brought this up on a, pre, on a previous memoir. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm going to try my damnedest not to get graphic unless I have to get graphic one of these days. But... If somebody is terrified, let's say it's a person with a disability, and even somebody without a disability, don't be a twisted-minded family or friend and use something they love as a sex toy. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. That is so bad. And I'm I'm adding this in here because it's important and it really it's really agging it's really nagging at my heart and it it just I have to say it because it's disturbing, it's gross, and it's disgusting. And I'm gonna cry because it's gross. And I don't know why my mom did it, but it was so disturbing and it makes me sick. It's really sick, and I'm trying not to say what she said, but let's just say one of my favorite games, of course, we're talking Left for Dead. I will tell you that. But she used the special infected like they were sex toys. Please, guys, don't do that to your friends or your family. That is so gross. Don't use something somebody loves. And I don't mean them, but I mean, I love that game to death. Don't use what they love as a sex weapon. Don't scare them. That's just. Disgusting. That just makes people not want to be touched. Even though not everybody's mutated or, or, or evil. But don't use what somebody loves as a weapon. 
Don't use something as a weapon. Please, guys. Be mature. Grow up. Don't use a video game that somebody loves as a fucking sex toy. There are other sex toys out there. Adult toys. Okay, there's dildos. There's vibrators. There's all kinds of blow-up dolls. Come on. Don't use the special infected as a weapon. They're already bad enough as it is. Don't use them as a sex toy. Okay, that's just gross. <laughs> that's just disturbing. And I mean, I'm laughing because it's funny now, but it wasn't funny then. You know, it's... it's I'm laughing because it's so dumb. It's... <laughs> It's kind of funny because, I mean, what would she do if she actually seen them? And I mean, right in front of her face, what would she do? I don't think she'd be laughing no more. And that's what I'm kind of laughing at. I'm not laughing because it's funny, because it's not funny. It's gross. It's disturbing. It's, it's, it's a disgrace. It's evil. It's, <laughs> it's twisted. I mean, let's just say if you know what the specials look like, if you're, if you're sighted and you've played the game and you know what the specials look like, you can probably guess where my mom's mind went with that. The main two she used, and I will tell you, and then you'll know exactly probably where she went, went with it, the smoker and the tank. Yeah, there you go. My mom's mind went in the perversion gutter, like, like oh, dear Jesus, God. And I'm not going to lie, it scared me so bad I almost stopped listening to Left 4 Dead. I mean, it was that graphic, gory. It seriously, and I think that's what she was trying to do. Don't let it win. I didn't. I'm still obsessed with Left 4 Dead. Ask my boyfriend, he'll tell you. I still listen to that game. I request that game all the time. I love when he plays Left 4 Dead. Screw you, Diane. You didn't win. Your nasty, perverted, fucking special infected joke didn't scare me none. <laughs> I didn't let you win, you sick, twisted perv. Anyway, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not letting her win. I could hear my subconscious. Well, I should say, not my subconscious, but the devil, Satan himself. He could use that as a weapon. And you know what? You think I'm going to listen to him? No, he's an idiot. You know, just don't do that to your friends. Don't do that to your family. Don't use what they love as a sex weapon. That is disgusting. Don't do it. Even if it's an actual human, don't do it. Especially if they're terrified of sex, as it is. Because I'll tell you what. Using them things as a weapon, first of all. I'm sorry. First of all, not only is it disgusting and disturbing because they're mutated zombies. But that would make somebody not want to have sex. Just saying. Like, if... Okay, I'll, I'll use this as an example. I'll, 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 play, I'll play her little game. Let's say if I was the only real human here on earth and they were the last things on earth, I would die a virgin because I would not touch them. <laughs> them things are that nasty. I would not touch them. 
even if I had if I had been with somebody beforehand, I would die single because I would not go after any of them things. I would no. I would find a way to stay the hell alive, but in reality that would not happen. I'd probably be dead. But tell you what, I would die single because I ooh no. You know, that's how bad they are. And that that would be enough, literally, if they were here, that would be enough to scare anybody from doing it. Because they're diseased, you guys. They're sick. They're not and I'm and I'm not meaning that as in perverted. They are literally sick. They have what is called the green flu. Which that's what mutated them. You know, it's it's an infection, you guys. They're diseased. So basically, she was saying she wanted me to die. <laughs> if you think about it, logically. That's basically what she was saying. If she didn't realize it, she basically said she wanted me to die. She wanted me to be infected. Because if they were to do that, let's say one of them was to do something like that, I'd be infected. Boom. Because one, they get close to you, it's airborne. It's an airborne virus. Two, it could go through sexual, you know, fluids. That's another way it can be transmitted. From bodily fluids. So yeah, uh, hi. I wouldn't, no. I don't want that. I don't want a regular sexually transmitted disease and I sure as fuck don't want the green flu, thank you. I mean, that'd be enough to scare anybody. And like I said, I think one of two things she was either trying to do. One, she was trying to keep me from liking Left for Dead by saying, oh, well, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to get into the details. But like I said, she was trying to get me to hate that game, I think. Because I was grossing her out, basically, by playing it because they used to make me eat food listening to people getting their head cut off. Basically, Left Behind, the graphic audio, you know, the uh, dramatic presentation of Left Behind. They'd bring food in while I was listening to that and have me eating, and they'd make sure it was something I liked. So I was getting them, I was trying to get even with them, was what I was trying to do, which isn't always a good idea because it ends up backfiring on you. But You know, I was doing it in a way that wouldn't hurt them. I was just trying to gross them out like they did me. I wasn't trying to get even by hurting them. I tried to backfire jokes on them, but then they came up with dirty jokes like that. Now, I can't get that joke to backfire on them because I'm not that twisted. I know what the special infected are. I would never say that to somebody. As much as I want to get even on them on their freaking joke because that, they did it to me, I'm not that cruel. They knew those things were mutated. They could see them. They knew what they looked like. I did not at the time, by the way. Let me add that in there. At that time, I didn't know what they looked like. Uh-huh. I didn't know what Mr. Tank looked like. I didn't know what the smoker looked like. The only thing I knew was he had a long tongue and shot it out at you. 
I'm giving you more ammo. I'm trying so hard not to say it. But that's the only thing I knew. And I knew what they did. I knew their ways of attack. The only reason I knew he had the long tongue was because Jesse described that part. And basically he shoots it out at you, wraps it around your frickin' throat, and frickin' drags you away. Yeah, perversion. Diane, you sick bitch. Anyway. (laughs) That's all I'm gonna say is she's a sick bitch. But anyway, and yeah, I called her name on here. Trying to scare me. But here's the thing. Did I fall for it? Hell no. Ew. You know, Steve found his own way of keeping me from being afraid. Which I'm not going to talk about. That's our personal little thing. But I, all I will say is he used a similar type of thing, but with somebody... Better, but not a perverted freaking joke. He didn't go twisted. He was basically talking about me hanging out with somebody. You know, hey, how would you like to go to the movies with so-and-so? Or how would you feel about going to the fair with so-and-so? Instead of being a sick, perverted, twisted fool. He brought me out of it. Because she's weird. My mother is a twisted individual. Let me tell you. She's a twisted individual. And here's the thing. I think she was trying to scare me from doing something with somebody. But which is weird because my brothers, they all are doing that. And she treats them like angels. They're all out messing around. And she treats them like they're precious. I'm not out getting everybody under the sun. Like they are. You know, they've had... Those boys are nuts. They've had so many partners that ain't funny. And they're okay. It's, it's, it's disturbing is what it is. You know, so I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is don't use something your, your friend loves as a naughty thing. Don't make it something perverted. My brothers, they turned everything into perversion. Everything I loved became a perversion thing. Even doom, of all things. Yeah, doom. We're not going there. But anything I love, they turned it into a porno. Because they're all sex addicted. And it's like, and I actually said, am I the only one in this family with a brain? Or did the zombies eat my brain? Because god dang, man. And they just thought it was funny. They just laughed. I'm like, yeah, see, vivid imagination. Don't use people's fears to make them worse. Don't use something somebody loves as a weapon. And God forbid, if somebody is terrified of something, 
don't bring it up to him all the time. Like, if they're afraid of being abused, don't bring up when you hear about a celebrity beating their spouse or spitting on their fiancé and slamming them down in an elevator. Don't bring that crap up. Had that done to me, too. I'm using real-life examples here. Shit I'm afraid of, people use for some weird reason just to get to me. And it's annoying. They, they've used things I loved as weapons, trying to scare me. They've used things I'm afraid of happening to me. They use shit to scare me. I mean, it's a wonder I want to function at all. But I do. I do want to function. I don't want everything scaring me to death. I know that what my mother says is not going to happen. One, they're not real. Praise you, Jesus, for that. They're not real. And I'm not going to let that get to me. I'm not going to let her little twisted freaking psychotic jokes ruin my life. Don't get me wrong, it'll still make me nauseous sometimes. Because, you know, I'll hear it. Because I listen to the game and I'll hear those voices and I'll hear her. Ew. You know, you can't help but have a flashback when you've been abused like that. You know, when somebody uses your weapon, your stuff, your favorite things as weapons. You can't help but have a flashback sometimes. Not all the time. But sometimes something will trigger it. I mean, not all the campaigns trigger it. But sometimes one will. And sometimes a different one will. It just depends. But like I said, it's not something that flashes back every time I hear the game. It doesn't flash back all the time. Just certain times it'll just... Oh, ew. We're good. I know it ain't going to happen. We're good. I don't let it eat me alive. You know, I'll just, I'll just like flash back to that moment and I'll be like, ew, no. But I don't let it, I don't sit there and dwell on it. Like she has a habit of something happens in her past, she will dwell and dwell and dwell. And you can't do that. That's another good motivational Monday. I like it. But... You know, you can't let something eat you alive and dwell on it. You can't do that. You just can't. Because it will just nag you and nag you and nag you and drive you insane. It will it'll just bug the shit out of you. So don't let your fears win. Don't let your... Whatever you do, if God forbid, if you're in, if, if something happens and I get a message, I know how you feel about people using my favorite things as a weapon. I'm going to die of embarrassment for that poor person. And my, my suggestion to you is realize, especially if it's a game character, 
don't worry, you're safe. They're not going to come to life and get you. Just saying. Especially, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, and I'm not meaning this to be stupid, but I'm saying this to somebody with a cognitive disability that's basically being brainwashed. Because you never know who's listening to this podcast. I don't. That's why I'm putting everything out there, letting you know, don't do this. And if you're a family member and you see that kind of thing happening, and let's, okay, let's say there is another girl like me who is obsessed with L4D and you're a family member and you see a family member making wisecracks like that, Stop them. Because some things are nasty. And you know it. You see them. Knock it off. If you think logically, them things could hurt her. So do you just want her hurt? Is that what you want? Really? You want her heartbroken and you want her hurt. That's what you want right there. Because you don't want her happy. That's for freaking sure. Because they would not make her happy. If you think them things would make her happy, you're sadly mistaken, honey. First of all, they'd kill her rather than look at her. And I'm being logical here. If they were real, they would not be sweethearts, okay? They're not nice. They're mean. I mean, you see them. So don't sit there and make these perverted jokes saying, oh, well, wouldn't that be great? No. It would not, and I'm telling her this for you. No, it would not. They're not nice. So, you know, don't use that as a weapon. Don't use anything as a weapon. And God forbid, if somebody's afraid of flying or afraid of something, don't threaten to tie them up and put them on a plane or don't threaten to give them a sleeping pill or get them drunk or whatever. Don't do that to make things worse. God forbid, people. And if, you know, if they're terrified of going out to big places, don't make things worse by playing the news. For God's sakes, don't. For God's sakes, just don't do that shit. And like I said, if you're a sibling and you see someone doing that shit, put a stop to it. Don't add to it. Don't make it worse. Don't be scaring the hell out of people. Don't be making things worse than they should be. Because it's not fair. I mean, it's not right to try to get somebody to stop loving what they love just because you're twisted in the head. You know, and like I said, I keep going back to that one in particular because it's nagging me and I don't know why. It's like God puts something on my heart. Maybe somebody's being harassed like that. But it's just that particular thing in particular is really bugging me today. And this is being pre-recorded. Like I said, a lot of these are pre-recorded. But that particular thing is being, it's nagging me. 
And when something nags me, I harp on it because it's God telling me, I really believe it's God telling me somebody else is going through it. You need to, you need to, you need to harp on it a bit longer because you've got to help this person through it. And I hope to God this person sees it. Lord, I pray that somebody sees it, that's going through it and that it helps them through because I don't like seeing somebody struggle. And I sure as hell didn't like it when it happened to me. And somebody asked me, well, what do they look like? After this happened, mind you, they didn't realize my parents were making, or my, well, my mother. My stepdad was like, oh, Diane, they're nasty. Stop. My stepdad, that's why I said this. If you're a family member and you hear somebody saying a comment about the smoker doing something to your daughter, which is what she said and Like I said, I'm being moved to say stuff. And I'm trying not to get graphic. But if I have to get graphic, I will get graphic if I keep getting moved. But if you hear this and you know your daughter's already terrified. You know your daughter is not out there doing bad stuff to herself or harming herself. Step up. Be a man and say, that's enough. That's enough stop it step up be a man back her up you see how ugly these things look you see how disgusting they look stop them i'm begging you do i have to get on my knees stop them be a man be a be a woman if it's if it's a woman that sees it stop them Because it's disgusting. Don't use something they love as a weapon. Because it's not funny. It's not funny. And God forbid, if there's somebody... Again, here's another thing that they did. And like I said, the Lord is moving me in deep ways here. Because he's good at this. He knows what needs to be said, what doesn't. God is in control of these motivational Mondays, not me. I'm, I'm just his instrument. I've been through this crap. If there is somebody that that person is absolutely not interested in, they're afraid already. Again, they're afraid already of intimacy. And I'm not meaning the specials in this one. Yeah, it could be them. But if there's somebody that somebody's not interested in, and I'm talking human-wise, quit harping on it. Quit picking on them about them. Quit making it look like, oh, well, you want him, you want him, you want him. Okay, it might be funny the first time. They might laugh the first time and say, no, I don't. Don't keep nagging it. Don't keep bringing it up. Don't keep aggravating the fuck out of them with it. Because it's not funny anymore after a few tries. If they're getting angry and it's starting to piss them off, stop. Just knock it off. Don't keep using that as a toy, as your own entertainment. It's not funny. It's torturing them. If you think, if if you're getting your rocks off on torturing somebody... And putting fear into them, 
They're already scared of intimacy as it is. They're already scared of trying to find a relationship. They're already afraid of finding love. And you're using somebody that's absolutely not in their league for one. And it's somebody they're not into. The person's got maybe kids their age, for God's sake. Quit. Just quit. You know, just quit. And, you know, it's... And I know I'm harping on stuff that... People are like, what the hell? Where did this podcast go? But here's the thing. It's real. People do this. They, they, they harp on shit and harp on shit. Don't keep using stuff from the news, from video games, neighbors, anything as weapons. Because that don't help people's fears either. That makes them worse. And that's not right. I don't like it, and I know nobody else would either. You know, it's not fair. It's not fun. It's bad. It's just bad, you guys. And like I said, that one thing just bothers me so bad. I had to say something because... And it's going to come up on the... um, Dwelling on stuff again. I'm going to bring it up again. Because... You know, it happens. People dwell on shit. And lets it get to them. It let, they, they let things bug them. And I've been guilty of that. I've let that thing bug me a lot. Before. Last year. Well, two years ago. When this is released. But... Being here in Minnesota... I'll have it flash back. But I'm like, whatever. No. That won't happen for real. I'm safe. I'm good. I'm all good. It ain't gonna happen. I'd never let it happen. (laughs) But when I was living there, oh God, I was dwelling on that so bad. No, I did not dream it. No, I did not fantasize on it. And yes, I was asked if I did. Hell no. Like I said, using it as a weapon to scare me into avoiding stuff. Wanting, basically wanting me to avoid Left for Dead. And I almost gave in. Because I'm like, ew, no. And like I said, it wasn't the survivors. Oh, hell no. It had to be the evil creepers. Ugh. And even if it would have been the survivors, that's still disturbing. Because they're not real. And, and two, you know, don't use what somebody loves to try to hurt them. Just don't scare people. That's all I'm saying is just the bottom line to this whole thing is don't use it. Don't scare somebody. Don't use their fear. Don't capitalize on their fear. Don't make it worse. Fears are bad. But you don't have to let them win. And you don't have to let people 
you don't have to let people win. And like I said, if you're a cognitive, if you have a cognitive disability, I'm saying this to you. If you're going through what I went through with video game characters, evil video game characters especially, don't worry, sweetheart. They're not out to get you. They can't get you. They're in a computer. They're in a console. They're not going to come to life, okay? They're not going to get you. They're not real. They're not going to get you. Those guys especially are not going to get you. They're not real. So if they're using them, for example, you're safe. Don't worry about it. You're good. But anyway, yeah. Like I said, this podcast went into a creepy turn, but it's about fear. So fears are creepy. You know, and I just, I don't want to see anybody suffer. And so I had to kind of harp on that one thing in particular because I just hate seeing people suffer like that. It just, and knowing somebody says things like that, knowing, and I know, I know there's somebody else out there doing it because I know people fantasize on the one special infected. It's real. That's why I harped on that. Because Zach did say in one of his vids that people have dreams about one of the special infected. You twisted, sick individual. If you're one of them and you're listening to this, you're sick. Just saying, that's gross. I don't know where where your mind is, but I'm sorry. But that's... That's... That is... That's... If you do... You're crazy. You're just crazy. And I'm not saying that in a like psychotic way, but you're you're crazy. You're just crazy. But they did and that's why I used it because that is a real thing. People do that. Why? I don't know. I can't answer that question. You know, I'm not per se judging them, but I think that's crazy. They're just crazy because they could get hurt really easily that's why i say they're crazy (laughs) because they could get themselves hurt really bad if that was to literally happen um they're crazy because they could get hurt that's just craziness but yeah i'm not like i said i'm not judging them i'm not making fun of them but if that happened in reality they'd be crazy to dream that because uh they could get hurt really bad but Anyway, so I know people do that, but to use it, it's one thing to dream it, don't say it, just don't, don't admit it. I wouldn't be admitting that if I were you, because there are people that do judge really badly. I just say you're crazy because, um, I'm, I'm crazy. And I don't mean that in the same way, but I don't mean we're crazy as in psychotic crazy. Because I've had some crazy freaking dreams, not about anything like that, but mine were basically about meeting characters and they basically trained me in fighting. Yeah, I've had some pretty detailed 
crazy video game dreams, which one of them actually is, is the one that inspired my book, which is a crazy freaking idea. But yeah. Yeah, one of my dreams actually inspired the book that I want to write. And again, it's one of my fears. I'm terrified to start the thing. I don't know how that's going to go. But I'm not going to let that win. Once I get things settled down with the family drama and everything, I want to start that. But I can't start that when my brain is kind of... But that book actually was inspired by a dream that I had about a girl getting to know her brother, who was a gamer. Getting to know his world. And it was pretty freaking good. I got to admit, it was pretty graphic, but it was... It, it was that's why I said, I'm crazy. And I don't mean that in a bad way. And I didn't mean that about those people that dream about people. We're all crazy. We all have crazy dreams. So, I mean, hey, you're crazy. I'm crazy. We're all crazy. I mean, hey. But that's something I wouldn't admit if I were you. I'm just, just saying. Because people will make fun of you if you admit that. Unless they're a nerd like yourself, they probably won't. But anyway, don't use it as a weapon. If you're dreaming it and you're not hurting yourself, you're not hurting others by admitting it. If you're admitting it to people, just don't use your vivid dreams to attack your siblings or... Especially if they're terrified of stuff. Just don't use stuff as a weapon. Don't tell them about, oh, you're going to dream it tonight. You're going to dream it tonight. Don't make stuff up like that. Because you don't know what they're going to dream. Just don't use things as weapons. That's all I'm asking. Just help them through their fear in a positive way. Encourage them. Don't discourage them. Because that's not funny. You know, overcoming fears is difficult as it is, let alone somebody trying to scare you worse. Don't let somebody scare you worse. Don't, don't believe people's erotic perversion mode to scare you out of certain things. Don't let them use what you love as a weapon. Don't believe it. It's not going to bite you in the ass. Don't. Don't believe the notion that you can't do something because programs tell you you can't do something. Don't let all that stuff get in your way. Don't keep, don't go hiding in a corner when, because of, you know, somebody wanting to take you to a concert or a big event just because the news is trying to scare the shit out of everybody because they're good at it. Don't let people win. Yeah, fear is real. I get it. Trust me, I have one. But don't use things as a weapon to scare me worse or scare anybody worse. Don't do it. That's the biggest thing is 
Fear is real. Don't make fun of somebody for having a fear either. You've got one too, you just don't say it. There are things that scare you. And if you don't have a fear, then count yourself blessed. Count yourself blessed. If you're not afraid of something, then count yourself blessed. You know, count yourself blessed that you don't have a fear. Because that stuff is real. That shit's real. I mean, I've had fears that I've overcome. I have one that I still yet have to overcome. But if I don't want to, don't make me. (laughs) First of all, don't make me overcome it until I'm ready to. But also, don't make it worse on me to where I don't want to overcome it. People will overcome them in time. Don't push them to. Because that will make them worse. You have to face your fears, that's true. But don't push it. Don't force somebody to do it when they're not ready. Because that's not good. That is so not good. I will chat with you guys next time on Season 2 of Motivational Mondays. I hope you enjoyed the series, and I will be back for more starting April 20th, the day of the Columbine Massacre anniversary. Have a blessed week, everyone. Bye.